Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Here we go. Text questions. We Six, have five, some yes. that have been sent in via email. Uh, we got some interesting interesting uh, stuff to get to this week. If you have one or if you want to call in, 651-461-9226. You know, live. I can hear all the energy. I can I can feel the pain that you're suffering. Mm. And uh, we can give you some good advice. Here's one right off the bat here. Text question. Yeah. Dear Jordana, how do I get my husband to stop drinking Jaeger bombs? You don't. You know Life what a Jaeger bomb short. is? Life is too short not to drink Jaeger bombs. So what you do is you join him. And drinking Jaeger bombs. That's a great um, answer. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Is that when you like drop a shot of Jaeger into a beer or something? No, it's a, about, a Red Bull. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a shot. Jaeger and Red Bull. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that'll keep you up all night. <laughs> there you Maybe go. the sex e- will get better if you e- both do them. Even better yeah. reason to join in. Right. That's a great answer. All right. What else you got for me? Well, we got a call. Should we go to a call right oh. away? Okay, I'm a little Randy? nervous, but okay. Randy, go ahead. Hi, Randy. Hi, Andy. I, I'm there. Hi. Yep. Uh, I got a I got a question. My niece got married. Um, well, it's kind of a long story, but uh, she uh, married this wonderful man from Colombia, and the first wedding that they had, we all were in Mexico. And he had a, a episode right before they got married, like literally the wedding and, and the wedding as he's standing at the altar has the episode and we couldn't, they didn't finish the wedding. They had to send him off in an ambulance and, you know, they called it, you know, we had the dinner, but there was no wedding. And so then they rescheduled the wedding to be in the States so that nobody had to travel again. And so because they didn't get married the first time. The, the first time they were supposed to get married, he had this episode. And um, so now they're, they're getting married in the States and in Chicago uh, because he's got family members there. His sister was at that wedding who's a nurse, and she actually saved his life. So it, it's just like this really wonderful, wonderful family that's going to be part of our family. And my, my niece is just a great kid. She, was a, she went on... A um, what do you call those when you go up to church? Um, mission trip. She, mission trip. Yes, she went on a mission trip, and that's where she met Javier, and they became pen pals, and then they got married, and well, they're getting married in uh, in all the things in Chicago. So, I'm wondering if there's some kind of uh, what kind of gift because he's Spanish speaker. I'm not sure if I should do like an English thing or if I should research their culture because of all the things that happened to him. I don't want to be, you know, culturally misappropriating anything by getting something, but I don't know if I had to do with health or wealth or, you know, I'm trying to figure out what we could give them as a wedding gift to kind of express all of that into one. And, and it just really, there's a lot to it. And I'm not really sure what we should get. Um, is it possible that he needs a medic alert bracelet 
so this doesn't happen again. That is interesting. I never really thought about some sort of jewelry that would be helped with the medical and, and would be maybe a sign, uh, a forward sign that we care about him, we care about their health and protecting that. Randy, That's a really good idea. Randy, could you go over that story again? <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Uh, well, Andy, thank you. I would just suggest. I'm kidding, and I obviously we. Um, I wanted to know what kind of episode. We, the guy yeah, had. what kind of episode? Are we sure that maybe you know he isn't in the upper echelons of the government in Colombia, and somebody was trying to murder him? We know that that happens. We hope that he's safe. What we really need to get him is some U.S. citizenship to keep him safe here in this country as long as he wasn't trying to be murdered in his own country. And no, you know what? Candlesticks make a nice gift. <laughs> Suggesting you, you know what that's from? Like a, Bull, yes. Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Of course. I love Candle. That movie. Andy, short answer to a long question. Randy, Candlesticks make a nice gift. It was Randy. Oh, Randy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Randy. Uh, he was offended by that. Mary is on the line. Uh, Mary, go ahead. Your question for dear Jordana. Hi, Jordana. How are you? Hi, Mary. Great. How are you, dear? I'm good. I have several Jewish friends, and I'd like to approach a conversation with them about what's going on in Gaza and Israel in Mm -hmm. a sensitive manner that Mm. is sensitive to what they may be feeling. Mm -hmm. So you're asking how you do that? Yep. Yes, Mary, and thank you for that question. I think I think it's a a hard one, but uh, the fact, the even the, the the notion that you're thinking about that, and I, I want to share. This is a really good point because so many people are thinking, oh, the, so many people are dying. How do I talk to Jewish people about this? We seem very one sided on this, and often we are, uh, but we do not want Ill- innocent Palestinians to die. We do not want babies to be collateral damage of war. We we do not want that. So, Mary. What I would recommend saying to friends is, can you help me understand this conflict? I want to learn more, but you know, it hasn't been my struggle. I haven't kept up on it. Can you help me understand? And then they will give you their opinion, which please understand, Mary, may be one-sided because what we're looking at here is a battle between good and evil, is a battle between Israel and the right to want to exist and a terrorist organization that wants to eliminate all of Israel and eliminate all Jews. So it is very personal for us and when people are chanting for our death, we do get a little sensitive about it. But I, I think any of your Jewish friends would be happy to explore that with you. And just I, I think if you said, can you help me understand this conflict? People would be very open minded and talk about it with you. But you're sweet for asking the question and even wanting to know about it. Uh, thank you, Mary. That was a thank serious you, question. Thank you, Jordana. Have a yeah. good day. Thank, yeah, well, thank you, love. We will take all kinds of questions. Yeah. Can we go yeah. back to Drama Jan checking in? Oh, love Jan. We love, love Jan. drama Jan. Mm-hmm. Uh, dear Jordana, bride in distress needs advice. The wedding is in just one month. She just discovered that half of her bridesmaids have colored their hair in an unnatural color. The new color oh. clashes with the color of the bridesmaids' dresses. Oh. Would it be okay for the bride to request a change back to their natural hair color? From drama Jan. Oh, Jan, this is a really good one. And normally... I say when you pick people to be your bridesmaids, you can't be mad if they get pregnant or if they, you know, you know, wear different shoes. But they have since dyed their hair after they were asked to be bridesmaids. And it's just hair color. So if they dye it back, you can 
always they can always dye it back to whatever color they want it to be afterward. And if it clashes badly with the dresses, see, I, I'm kind of siding with the bride on this one. I really am. I think I think if the bride asks respectfully, like these are the color, this is, you know, if you're wearing a burgundy dress and you have like this orange hair that just doesn't look great with it. I get that. I think she should ask respectfully. Hey, guys, these are my pictures. It's yeah. going to be forever. You know, can you dye it for that way for one day? And then the next day you can dye it back to whatever color you want. I don't think she can um, demand, but I certainly think she can ask, ask respectfully. What do you think, Adam? Well, I don't mean to be like a conspiracy theorist, but if it's more than one bridesmaid, it seems like almost oh, like yeah. a concerted effort to change their oh. hair in an effort to piss oh. off the bride. Am I reading oh. in, into that wrong? Do you think that could happen? Mm, maybe Very passive-aggressive way to do you. it. Right, right. This might be a protest, a hair protest against the marriage. Maybe he's a jerk. Could be. Interesting. All right, dig a little deeper, Brian. Jan, go in a little deeper with that. Sounds like there's more. And report back to us. Uh, dear Jordana, should I tell my neighbor that I saw her husband peeing in their yard? Oh, boy. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Oh boy. Well, since you have peed in the yard, Adam, would you want your neighbor to say to Jen, hey, by the way, I saw Adam, you know, peeing in the yard? Would I you would want that? Care. Or do you want her to keep because that information to herself? I've done it. I will say this. I'll admit it. Uh, there was a time, this is many, many years ago, where it was late at night. My mm-hmm. original dog, my first dog, Stella, the chocolate lab, I let mm-hmm. Stella out the back. Mm-hmm. to do her business. So I'm standing there on the, it wasn't a deck. It was like a, just a, like a step, the top step of our back door. And Stella was out there doing her business and I was stricken in the moment and I couldn't go back into the house and leave Stella unattended. So I just, I peed from the top step while Stella was doing her business in the backyard. Did the neighbor see you? Was that wrong? Yes, it's wrong. Did the neighbor see it? It was late at night. It's his yard. It's my yard. There's something. There's something satisfying and primal about that outdoor. You you are right. Oh, peeing in the outdoors for some reason is just. Mm -hmm. And it's his yard. Men and women disagree on this. I think you're beasts. Because it's absolute beasts. It's based on equipment. Beasts. It's disgusting. Well, this is why we have indoor plumbing now. Mark territory. You're beasts. Total beasts. So you know what I would do. I would go and embarrass the dude. I would say, wow, I saw your husband peeing out in the yard. Wow, you've really suffered a lot. You know, you make, you make a penis joke. And uh, then he will not be peeing out in the yard anymore. Well, if it was you, you'd say, uh, my ring camera caught it, and now I'm <laughs> turning it over to the cops. Turning it over to the yeah. <laughs> Keep it in your pants, neighbors. I do not want to see you whipping it out in the backyard. Charlie's right, though. There's just something about it. It's just. Oh, man. Joe from Egan says, free the pee. Free right, the pee. You got to be really private or live on multiple I mean, acres. How else are you going to write your name in the snow? Guys. Oh my I love live on a tiny little property in St. Louis Park. I do not want to see your wanger outside peeing in the snow. Stop Jeez. it. Okay, let's break before we get any 
further in trouble. It is 1149. Thank you very much for those dear Jordana questions. We love them. Uh, keep them coming in, and maybe we'll stack them for later, uh, for later episodes. It is 1149 on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.